0: This is Absolute Rally, powered
1: by the Kielder Works team, cordless tools tailored for the world of motorsport. Hello everyone, welcome to Absolute Rally, Season 21, Episode 13. Well done, Unlucky 13, but this is in an unlucky podcast, no way, shape or form, because I've got a little bit giddy, because it's a bit of a special, bit like what we did last week with Brian and myself. Um, this week it's John and myself. Hello John. How are you? Have you had a good week? I've, I've, had, a, I've had an appalling week uh, on several levels. But, well, your your outing got cancelled. Yeah, yeah, um, completely and utterly. In fact, that was going to be that was going to be my AOB. But uh, yes, it got cancelled. I've felt for so many people who work with us to try and put that together. Yeah. Uh, but out completely and utterly the right decision. Um, it, for me, it possibly should have happened. That decision should have been made maybe a little bit sooner for for, for all concerned. But um, yeah. obviously they waited and waited and waited for the announcement from Bozza and uh and then the decision was made i think the decision was pretty much made by them by uk motorsport pulling the permit to be honest with you um so uh so yeah so very fust- future yeah absolutely listen you know chris chris helped me so much chris mellors was, was, was really instrumental in, in, in trying to put this together you know we've got a long association and especially with i've got a long association working with proton malaysia as well so um so yeah it would have been a massive tick in the box just after 15 wait. yeah hopefully hopefully we'll get there we'll get there it's but diffi- um, it's
0: difficult being patient
1: it is but you you made me feel a little bit better because um i've talked and everybody who listens to this podcast knows i'm a massive anarch of brc of a certain period and the period is is f2 uh and the hero of f2 for me there was there were several names uh there was mark higgins there was um, there was Martin Rowe. There was, um, who else can I think of? Who can I think of? Alistair McRae. Um, there was, I was going to say Kyle Lindstrom then, but it wasn't. I'm trying to think of the other Finn that he sat alongside in the, in, in, in the Renault. But you know where I'm going with this. But the one name I'm omitting, of course, from this list is a man that we've never had on the podcast, yeah. which is Grindaf Evans. And well we've, planned, we've right. got an audience, thanks to you, John, uh, coming up a bit later on the podcast with Gwyneth. And well, I go I I full. It's fu-
0: necessary. There was just so much whales on the rallying horizon. I thought, now is
1: the time. I go full on a rack, it's fair to say. I go full anorak, you know, full disclosure here. We've already recorded that bit. So uh, I go full anorak. John Glazes over. I think even Gwyneth Glazes over in fairness. I think there was only me that was giddy at that point. So uh, that's uh, a great I'm glad,
0: bit. I'm, so I'm glad the dealership was closed otherwise you would have said, oh,
1: I think that's the front door. I've got to go. i a <laughs> customer. I did hear a phone ringing at one point and I thought. Uh, is, we, is well, this the I bit did, where he's gonna dip out on us? Is this the yeah, bit gonna dip was, out on that
0: was, To be fair, that was me just oh, giving him a chance to go. Yeah, I found the dealership and I thought Gwindf if you need to now, you know. You're giving him an out
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're giving him an out. Fair play. Fair play. Okay, so there you go. So we've got Gwendolf coming up a little bit later on, which I, I, I'm genuinely very, very excited about. Um uh, I, I suppose the big news that we we have heard, John, is uh, I know he was kind of really, really Expected, obviously, Ypres has been cancelled, um, along with obviously a lot of other events. But Ypres has been cancelled, which does leave us now at this magical single event left Monza at the at uh, uh, the end of this month. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we, we well, let's not ruin what we talked to Gwynnaf about, but it's probably not as obvious as what people probably thought it was going to be. Let's put it that even Gwendaff yeah, probably with us too. <laughs> yeah, not with us too. No, left field wasn 't even in, in it, so um so yeah, so um so yeah Ypres right decision, John, um after the two warm up events were, were were canceled, literally one of them was cancelled hours before for me yeah. it was a no brainer
0: it had to be it could it would have been dangerous if they had gone ahead. Uh, The unique thing about our sport is it goes everywhere, uses public roads, people, lots and lots of people are out in the open, unguarded, unpatrolled. It's not like circuit racing or Formula One where you can limit and control people. Uh, That's the beauty of it when it's running. That's why it's so exotic. That's why it's wild. That's why it's the everyman motorsport. But, you know, when something as nasty as COVID comes along, then you can't play around with it. And Belgium's numbers were really suffering. And, you know, in the, the, the run up to those warm up events, I thought if they managed to pull off Ypres then they have performed an absolute rally miracle because everywhere Germany had gone into you know lockdown like France had decided to go for a month Belgium sitting there there right in the middle and I thought it's got to happen surely Um, and then um, afterwards somebody was posting the odds of Elvin being world champion and uh, he was almost I think he was hotter for that as Joe Biden was to become president of the United States but as we know yeah, these yeah. things aren't decided like that certainly not by pollsters uh so it's all down to monza you know which is kind of well, that's pioneering isn't it? it's the unknown you know what's going to go on there we've never seen that before how how do they all approach an event where they have so little experience i mean they were trying to get all those warm-up events before E.P. done so they could learn a bit about you know roads and conditions and all the variables but monza I mean, Monza. So, um, yeah, all down to the final event, right down to the wire.
1: It's, um, uh, he, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to formulate a sentence here because I don't want to. I'm really superstitious, John. To be honest with you, so even talking about this for me yeah. really well, makes I, me feel uncomfortable. Because
0: I I, you're on your own. I think a lot of other people are as well. And you know, you kind of, you're on eggshells and you tiptoe around it. You know, as people will discover with um, Gwyndaf, you kind of open the door and hope he walks into that conversation. But you don't want to be the one that you know uh, gets in the commentator's curse good and early and I think I think you're right Tim we yeah. just that could we know we know the highs are high in this sport and the lows are low and we do talk about reliability when we hear this interview with Gwyneth, the R word came up not the R number and that's all it would take so let's let's just let it happen the way it's going to happen
1: I think so I think so in fact let's just do that now John let's stop mucking about because genuinely I can pretty much guarantee when I put this out and our producer. Polishes it and turns chicken shit into chicken salad, as I always say. Um, when this goes out, I guarantee nobody's downloading the podcast for this bit. <laughs> so, without further ado, uh, we're going to go to a, a cheeky little break and then we're going to come back with the legend. And he is a legend to me um, because, so. yeah, it's just just a, a, it was just great to, to, to have a little bit of time talking to him um and and remind him of stuff that i remember better about his career than what he does himself so we'll be back after this break
0: everyone, this is John Desborough, commentator and presenter on the World Rally Championship. I'm hoping you've seen my debut novel, Breaking Point. If you haven't, check it out on eBay. It's a roller coaster ride of deceit and blackmail from a golden age of the WRC. And like a good rally, it starts fast and gets faster. Breaking Point,
1: by me, John Desborough, on eBay, now for 7 dollars 99 And welcome back to the next section of Absolute Rally. As... I mentioned at the top a little bit of a legend, somebody that, uh, I don't mean to make him feel old, but somebody that I used to watch out on the stages inspired me, inspired a whole probably three generations. Uh, but somebody that John Desborough knows probably slightly better than me. So John Desborough, I'm going to allow you to welcome Gwyneth Evans to Absolute Rally this week.
0: Ah, Tony Simpson, you're very kind. This is the man, actually, who gave me the best piece of advice in a rally car when we met in some kind of MG a long, long time ago when I was wearing a leather jacket. I don't know why I've worn one of those for a long time. And he just said to me, John, when you're driving one of these cars, keep your foot in. And I always remember that advice, just keep your foot in. And that advice came (laughs) from the man on the other end of the phone, Quindaf Evans. Quindaf, a very good afternoon to you.
2: Ah, good afternoon.
0: Where do we find you today?
2: I'm actually in a closed showroom uh, on lockdown in the middle of Wales. Um, quite quite a, a surreal um, couple of weeks actually for us.
0: And how we handled
2: it? <sighs> it's difficult, but you know, um, it's difficult for many people at the end of the day. So there's no point complaining about it. <laughs> you just got to. Um, grin and bear most of it, but yeah, um, ironically, think, we we we're coming out of it tomorrow um, on Monday, and um, yeah, we only... it's going. Uh, yeah, it, that's a, that's quite frustrating. Um, yeah. You know, to, the, I think we should all be in in all this together, really, because you know it's it, it's a world problem, not a not a one country problem. And yeah. um,
0: anyway, is, it's you know, it giving you a bit of time to think, or are you yeah, like a lot of time to, to think? Well, that's yeah. your vinyl. I'm sorry, John. I said, they've given you a bit of time to think, or, or you, like me, blowing the dust off your vinyl, thinking, boy, I've not played that Blondie album for 30 years? <laughs>
2: I would not got that far. But no, it's, it, 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 it does give you some time to smell the roses, and certainly the first lockdown, I certainly did that. I mean... Uh, um, you know, you seem to go into a, a life where everything is at 100 mile an hour, including your life and and your time. And there's no time, never there is time. And when lockdown came in, um, there wasn't much we could do. But we, you know, we could in, you know smell the roses, as they say. And we, I walked nearly all the mountains around Dinaswadi where I lived, and and saw how much beauty really that I've missed all this number of years. So yeah, there were some good times. There were some positives from negatives, you know? Yeah.
0: Did um, did, Was there any days where I, I would have found you if I turned up at your house in the roof, you know, blowing the dust off some old trophies, looking at them longingly and sort of rubbing them like <laughs> no, jeans? No, i not like that.
2: No, not like that, no. Most of them are in the, in, in the cupboard, <laughs> inside the cupboard, not on display, but still got a few, yeah.
0: yeah. And how have you been dealing with not having our sport because you know i was thinking with uh, lewis hamilton doing all the fantastic things that he's done formula one's managed to get back because of course it's in a controlled environment so it's easier for them they've had it on the telly so that whole shindig and circus has got going and it just you know i scratch my head and kind of stamp on the floor and think ah oh, how how do we get up there as well have you, have you missed it all um yes
2: yeah, certainly missed but i'm i've still been you know I've still been involved with um, with Elvin, and th- there's there's still quite a bit of w- um, work behind the scenes still been carrying on. Um, probably more, uh, I've been more closely to it than a lot of people, but yeah, for sure we've missed it. But uh, what can we do? I mean, there's nothing no to
0: replace it. it really, is there?
2: No, no, there's nothing to replace it. That's for sure. It's pretty unique.
0: I did actually go into the roof, and I blew the dust off my trophy, Gwenda.
2: <laughs> Your trophy. Okay. <laughs> so what? Um, what WRC
0: the event was that then? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got one for a hundred yards breaststroke, but that's got nothing to do with a car.
2: Well, and you beat me then, because <laughs> I would have sunk. <laughs>
0: I've, uh, I've discovered all sorts of things from school, which I think yeah, I've never put them in a big box and taken down to the junk shop because they, they don't bring back good memories. But I found one uh, from the Ulster. Oh, this is very weird. Telling Gwyneth Evans about my trophy um, the Ulster <laughs> National 2005, second in Group N. Uh, but you don't oh, worry. Well, you, you nobody, history never recorded the fact that we ran out of petrol and my driver, a lovely guy by the name of Wee John Dolan and his luxury Subaru, to, gave me that look as if to say, that's your responsibility. That's co- that's co-driver's department. That's, yes. that's right. That's that's uh, over there. That's over there in your seat, pal. Uh, luckily, uh. <laughs> luckily well, it, you know, was drivers, have, a to long have, hill
2: to have, drivers have to have,
0: have something to blame. Oh we got. To, I think we got as far as the ramp and over, um, and that was my trophy. So that was why I was curious to see if you were, you know, looking back. Nostalgia's not what it used to be, is it? It's uh,
2: no, not. Not the same, but it, it's, so when it's ironic. This,
0: when you say there's lots of work going on behind the scenes with Elvin, is it kind of logistical and, you know... A well, DVD like, work, what?
2: you know, you, you always work on DVD work. Like, yeah, right, okay. I call it DVD, but you know what I mean, you know.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. just research and...
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, even if you... yeah, if you just
0: You know, we, we were
2: sort of... He was going to do a small event now in Belgium and, you know, there was a bit of preparation for that, but that never happened in the end. And yeah, there's been disappointments,
0: but there we go. So how does a driver keep sharp? How do you keep battle fit, you know, match ready?
2: Well, it's difficult. I mean, you know, physically, he's probably as fit as as he's ever been. Um, You know, he's really kept that one really, really good. Um, It's difficult. I mean, he has spent quite a bit of time in the car, but, you know, a lot less than what was originally planned this year. But it's still quite a bit of time. Um, And, you know, I've still got a few toys as well, but... um, at least I've got one of them ready to go now. So I'm going to have a bit of a play probably this weekend um, really? or probably the following go? weekend anyway. Oh, go on. Um, so go on. What's tw- yeah, I, I got a little mark 2, um, uh, I should guess. So, yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'll have a bit of a few skids in that and burn a bit of rubber.
0: Where do you go for that? Follow me? CV cameras down. Where do you go for that? I want. To, I, I go to um,
2: uh, Charles Venice, You know, this you can hire a, a private tarmac road there. Yes. Yeah. Which is only just up the road. We've got all the facilities in Wales here, John. Yeah. <laughs> all the facilities you need in life. <laughs>
0: yeah. And well, I've, well, on many occasions when these fools have invited me onto this podcast, I've said, you know, with the, Wales is the cradle at the moment of British rallying. Don't you think? You know, the yeah. forests. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah. We're
2: very we're very fortunate. I mean, there's a lot of talent in Wales at the moment. Yeah.
0: yeah. And. Yeah. It, we're not getting a chance to see any of it, or you know, sit on the sidelines and gossip about. He looks good. He could be something. You know, it's, we're, we're yeah. missing all of that. Yes, I mean, I, you know, I I, 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 I don't
2: know. I, I don't think this way. I, I, I always think about what's coming next and look, to, look forward. You know, because if you if you get too down about it, you'll do your head in, won't you? You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've got to keep positive. Like
2: I've been doing a lot of cycling and things like that as well.
0: What is it with rally drivers and bikes?
2: I don't know. I mean, uh, it's it's good. I don't do the 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 downhills. Like I do, I go on the road. But, um, I've cycled many miles, many miles. Yeah. yeah, it's good.
0: It's good for burning off the frustrations of.
2: Yes, and you know it's, it's it's quite peaceful when you cycle, and you you know you go somewhere, and and obviously you get some benefits from it as well. I, I yes. really take into cycling, and like a couple of work colleagues that we we go together, and
0: yeah, it's a good day out. Have you been? Um, are you a, an addict to social media and YouTube, and you follow addict. all of that? Stuff? I wouldn't say addict, but do you know
2: when you start looking at um, Twitters and. Facebook's and all that um, it, it can't become addicted can't it you know <laughs> and then you have a little chuckle to think oh what bullshit is that like that's not true or you know oh really is yeah. he going there oh really okay oh that was news to me but yeah yeah
0: like
2: I, it, really I, I, I try I, not to I like all those social
0: media posts by people who have been out on the tests uh, you know doing the pre-event tests and the testing tests and, tests and the, if that makes sense and I watch them stood on a corner and uh, it kind of reminds me of the '80s when there was one camera filming rallying, and it was on one corner, and you you see that one car come through that, or series of corners, maybe somewhere in you know, popular. Yeah, well, there was nobody yes. ever going to catch him ever because he was like three seconds a kilometer faster yeah. than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> no. Every everybody is a is a world champion on rallying on social media. On rally test and uh, yeah, social that's media. He didn't half look fast because that's the thing. Yeah. I always say that whenever I'm i get to an event i mean places like uh let me try and think corsica or uh argentina when you know we we um jump up and down and froth at the mouth and say oh it's fantastic you're going to see so much and the landscape's brilliant the roads are amazing and then the television cameras uh, turn on and it flattens everything and you yeah, think to yourself no no that road's not flat that hairpin's not flat there's
2: i know no, no, the it's not quite not? you know and, you know, you, you get a lot of... Uh, yeah, it, it is interesting. And much as the technology has come on so, so, so much, and the the actual footage is obviously greater than it's, it's ever been, mm. it doesn't give you that same sensation and, uh, as having your bum in that seat. Like, are you with me? I mean, I sat with Elvin not last year, but a couple of years ago. I whatever I've seen on television doesn't come even close to it to the feeling it, it gave you like, you know yeah.
0: so Where, where it, was it, I, I remember talking about this was it in Germany?
2: I tested in Germany I tested in Portugal um, I, I've done a few uh, sittings with him not for long mind I mean oh, one time he, he strapped me in and he kept me in for about 8 runs so that was enough but um, it was interesting after the first two or three after the time you you know you've absolutely blown your <laughs> your bum into overdrive then it it, it gets like a little bit <laughs> easier and then by the end I could just about take it in and and, and sort of yeah. have a half a decent yeah. discussion with him about well why were you doing this or doing that so, you know after the first couple, couple of runs you couldn't even take it in like
0: but, but you didn't at any time think, I really should have encouraged him to become an accountant or go off and study law?
2: Well, I've always th- thought I should have um, kicked the ball more around the yard with him, yes, and I taught him to go football, but there we go. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and is it in any way comparable to what you did back in your day? I mean, uh, give give it to me in uh, junior school fashion. Uh, um The speed fifty percent more, the braking one hundred percent more brutal. The what else might it be? um,
2: No, I mean it depends how far how far back you go. But I think uh, the reliability has come on so much, hasn't it? The actual. Power of the cars haven't changed that much, really. Mm. Um, you know, if you if you think when we were, you know, with with restrictors that were bigger than they are today, mm. but the actual the stopping is very, obviously very very good. But it, the suspension and the tyres are the things that have come on. Like, mm. I mean, the suspension and the tyres and the way they've they've sort of fine tuned everything to to optimize the actual turn in and balance of of the cars. That's what's what amazes you is they're so reactive, they just they just do everything you ask. It's where you had to fight with the bloody thing before. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, yeah, I'll step out of line here. Or, or the, you know, you had, a, you had a car that understeered like a pig going in and oversteered coming out or what have you. But today they are so, so balanced, like, and so, so efficient.
0: And how, how much of that is down to Elvin and how much of it is down to a computer that's on a laptop that comes out with his engineer and says, um, you know, Elvin, it's this type. Tar- to stage these tyres, or we go with settings, you know, A, on an X with a red special, and Elvin says, yeah, fine, I'll, I'll be out. Um, I,
2: I think, you know, we we always have to remember, all every time, all of this is a team effort. So, you know, if the driver gives company um, Dutch information about what the car is doing, the engineer is limited to how much he can help him. So, yeah. it, it, it's all the engineer can only do as good as what the feedback is and the technology lets him explore as well yeah. so i say it's, it's a combination of everybody working in harmony and you know a driver that has a proper feel of, of his surroundings and what's going on with the, with a proper feedback and then you know the engineers can really reel in then their their computers and <laughs> and what have we? Yeah, yeah.
0: You've got I'm, to know what you want. You've got to know what you want. Yeah, I always think do, does the patient doctor relationship still exist? And I wonder if it still exists with people like Seb, who must know. You know, his brain is an encyclopedia. Britannica of what goes on in, in a car in a rally Does he? does the driver still come in and say I want the car to do this it's got to do that better it's a little slow on that and the engineer sort of clicks his fingers and says leave it with me son I'm fine I'm the doctor that's the relationship they always want so the, the drivers you don't want is the one that comes in and says you know more on the front I want this on it precisely this is what I want here at the front this is what I want at the back There's does the, the patient doctor relationship still exist no
2: yeah, I, I, I don't fully understand um, your, your question. But You're not the first. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, and, you,
0: and you won't be the last. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: you, you know, obviously, a lot of these drivers now understand the technology of the parts as well. Very rarely I would have thought, and it wouldn't be, I, I, I know from Elvin's point of view, you don't go and say, well, I want a different ramp angle or I want a different preload or what have you. You say, you know, I would have thought that would be a team work working environment where you feed the information of what the car is doing. And what you like and what you don't like and what you'd like a little bit better they dwell into their computers and graphs and and double check that the information is uniform with what you're saying otherwise you're chasing your ass and going down the wrong road and they say oh yeah I you know they they can see then that there is some truth in what is uh, what what the the feedback is and then they can work you know obviously it's the engineer that knows then what changes they can do to influence
0: that mm. in did you ever have any trouble with sensors in your day um when well when we have. you know if you think about it in my day in a way we
2: the the cars were more technical you know we we had electronic front center andrea discs and i mean my god and you know that was like a that, that was a minefield it, it was more I mean at least now they are mechanical and you know there's only so much that you can do at the end of, and they are locked remember a lot of these diffs for uh, a series of events so what they in a lot of cases now what they've got is what they've got so in a way they're less they're, there's less things to yeah, get wrong than before yeah, and I think less from, from, from
0: to come and hang yourself with
2: yeah uh, but I think you know overall I think um, the drivers most of them anyway the ones that are, you, you see them setting times that are so comparative to each other um, at the end of stages the setup within that team from one driver to the other, isn't a million miles away. They're not far away. Like they're in the same sort of ball pack. So it would be tweaks rather than revolutionally different.
1: Like, yeah. Gwinda, if, if, if I can ask something, and it it seems like a lazy question, but I was around as a as a as a rally fan watching. You know, your career in in BRC, and then ironically, when you came back to BRC, I was doing BRC as well. Um, no, okay. so yeah, so it, it's kind of a weird crossover. You genuinely were a bit of an inspiration because I had a massive fascination with F2, and I still have, uh, if truth <laughs> be told, uh, which I'll, 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 I'll know that I'll, I'll ask you about it in a second, but it seems like a really lazy question, this, but I, I'm aware of obviously your career and where it started and and obviously how it built. And, and, you know, I kind of had a renaissance almost a bit further down the line, but um, is there a, is, is it even comparable? Because I know how technology the technology was in the F2 cars and things like that. Were you happier? Would you have been happier with rallying today or was it, did you feel like, what you went through was very much how you wanted rallying to be I know it's a very clumsy kind of question but basically I suppose we, are you happy you had your time maybe you would have liked it more time in, in WRC but certainly were you happy with the technology you were working with and the, the way the teams were structured back then as opposed to now gosh that's that's a really interesting question
2: <laughs> because um, it's not a simple answer and it's not a short answer really Um I am happy with my time, very happy, and uh, I I have, you know, very little regrets. So I'm grateful for the opportunities and the chances I got. And I experienced dogs of cars and I experienced better cars. But I never experienced the driving of the current, latest, state-of-the-art WRC car, of which I'd love to try and feel. And I think ultimately, they are easier today because they are more predictable, and they they will do everything you ask. Where you had to scruff the speed out of cars, if you know what I mean, by scruffing, grabbing hold of them, and uh, there was a lot more energy that had to be put into the, you know, a lot of it was like the chucking in and all that. Not that not to take anything at all away from the current drivers because ultimately to drive everything at the very very top level is very comparative out of thought the skill levels is as high today as it was five years ago 10 years ago 20 years ago i believe the ones that master and are at the top of their game doesn't matter what discipline they're in i think they would be pretty comparable had they had had they been born 10 20 years earlier or later you know but put me now in a current WRC car like, you know, if you put Elvin and me and a Yaris on the start line going around the stage to say, Of course I wouldn't be able to hold a candle to him. You know, It'd you
0: fun, these guys it? sorry? It'd be fun though, wouldn't it, going there for me? It
2: would be it would be fantastic, huh? But you know, be, being realistic. Um, you know, they, and even Elvin, you've got to, you've got to work and live and do these things continuously. I mean, it's no different to playing squash or, or snooker or any other sport. You know, you've
1: got to be, um, but, living but you, and
2: breathing but, it to come but, to your best.
1: I always got the impression Gwyneth, even, you know, back in the day, you, you were very much like that. And I remember, you know, I remember Elvin coming and doing Formula 1000 because I know the guys who were behind that. You know, Jamie Edwards oh, is a good, okay. Okay. Is a good yeah. mate of mine. I was his best man, actually. So uh, when okay. when Elvin kind of came in and started ju- doing like, the, the Junior 1000s and then kind of yes. working his way up through that, you know, he did it in such a way, in a very methodical way. And you could see, obviously, you know, there was a drive there, obviously, f- from, from yourself as well because that's how you did it and you can see even now and it's, it, it seems almost obvious to say now because obviously he was standing you know, right now in the World Rally Championship but there was always that ethic to me even in a Micra.
2: Yeah, uh, and, and obviously that was self—that uh, was in, in Elvin himself because when he was in a micro I had very little influence or um, didn't do happy any with him then to be honest because I was so busy in my own world but it's interesting I think you, there's a lot of things you're born with isn't it it's a natural thing then you explore it and then you refine it and then you work at it but there are some ingredients I think you've still got to have you can't put all the ingredients into a, a human being yeah. some of them have got to be natural and and it's the way I mean if you ask him to I don't know come to the dealership and and do a task if you like you can give 10 staff members of staff a task to do something and they will go about it in a slightly different way I think life is like that isn't it you know mm. Man- and
1: uh, managing people and managing yes. yeah because we are yeah. all different now, it's a cliche but we are yeah. genuinely all different um, yeah could- but work has never bothered
2: him uh, and I think that's uh, does that come from you, Gwyneth? Do you think that, that, that's... Probably, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, I probably... And his mum, to be fair, the work wouldn't, you know, face uh, her at all, neither. We, we were from... We had to work, but it never seemed to bother us, neither. And, you know, I know Elvin works as hard now, even where he is now, as he's ever done.
1: Like, I'm like, you know, um, the energy that he puts into it is, is huge. Yeah. You- you mentioned that obviously they are all kind of racing snakes now and you know john mentioned before about them all being on on, on bikes and looking after themselves and things like that and um you know you always kind of you know you, i'm sure you're naturally slim anyway Gwyneth is where i'm going with this but you always even you know 25 years ago to me looked like look like a rally driver in the sense of your body shape and everything else whereas I well, have... I'll tell you something. Can I? I have to interrupt you here. Okay, go on. Because I'm quite
2: pleased with what you've just said because there was one Jeremy Claxon <laughs> that wrote in the Sun newspaper. Oh, we don't like that, that Gwy- newspaper anyway. It's all right. Okay, okay, fine. <laughs> that uh, Gwyneth Evans, you know, he'd done a day with me in in Boreham, Gwyneth Evans looked more like a a Welsh priest than a rally
0: driver. <laughs> oh, you've remembered that. Oh, you, oh that. you remember that as well, do you,
1: John? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would never say that, Father. I mean, I'd never uh, say that.
1: Amen. Amen <laughs> to that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, I interrupted no. you, no, 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 no. I, 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 I genuinely find it fascinating that. You know, obviously, you've come on your own journey. But and I
2: have trained myself. Yeah, trained myself. You know, I was training. I think I was taking training quite early on, and there w- there wasn't many drivers that did do that at that time. The odd yeah. one would do it, but I would take it very, quite seriously. Um, it would be nothing for me to be doing 200 kilometers of testing um, in Borom or even before them days and then going for, for for my four five mile run, you know, um, I, I don't know. I just, I, it, it's just do you know, do you know just what
1: controlled? I find, what I find interesting by that, of course, is that you, you, when you look back at your career, and again, I feel like I've been stalking it. Don't, it's just, it just so happens it's my generation, to be honest with you, uh, of being a rally fan. But, you worked with obviously you were you were so renowned for for, for doing stuff with Ford, but you worked with all the little satellite teams, which I feel like we, we we I know there's lots of really good preparation companies now. Don't get me wrong, but there was this kind of glut of these little satellite teams that, of course, you were a recognised Ford driver, which enabled you to kind of go and work with lots of different. I was com- very fortunate. Yeah. Yes. And, so, and you so must have searching. learned so much, and that must have been so in, much. Yeah. yeah. And with, with people,
2: yeah, and different different um, nationalities and everything, yeah, it was invaluable. Looking back, you know, at the time you just go with the floor, don't you? But, yeah, I mean, well, gosh, I can't name them all, but you know, from Gordon Spooner to Mike Taylor to Mike Little to
1: I, I, I remember, I remember the I blo- mean, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Ford. I can yeah, remember the Brooklyn, S- yeah. I remember Steve Black because I always remember the registration, the SBG uh, registration, right. he still uses, Blackie. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, th- th- there's like, you know, there's five that we, we, yeah. we've we just kind of reeled off. And I can remember, you know, you making that switch from Ford to Sayat was, it, to me, to use a football analogy, because I come from Liverpool, that was like somebody moving from, like, Liverpool to Everton. It was like, oh, my God, because... <laughs> Back in the day, everybody looked onto a brand. I
2: did think quite
1: a bit about that
2: move, to be honest with you, but it was at the time, Ford didn't have a huge amount to offer, to be honest. And there I was, uh, you know, offering an exciting program. Um, In the end, sort of, you know. I have no regrets I did it. Let's put it like that. But I, but I was, was Blackie involved with that? Things.
1: Because we know Steve was involved yeah. with the Sayats. Was that part of the gig as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. Yeah, with yeah, before. yeah. I mean, but yeah, Blackie built and run the
2: cars. I mean, yeah, brilliant.
1: Yeah.
2: Attention it's, to detail again, like, absolutely attention to detail.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But What's your uh, best at
0: story, Gwenda? <laughs>
2: best Seat story? Oof, gosh, I don't know. You know, getting hours to you lose weight was, it in was pretty
0: special. Yeah. Can you do it in Spanish?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I, to, I spent my my well, probably my best time at Seat was my 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 last year at Seat because um, I became a test driver for the World Rally Team in uh, based in Barcelona, and I was really hardship having to go to Barcelona for a week's work. It
1: was really hardship. <laughs> can I ask st- you, just, you've just mentioned about getting Howard to lose weight, right? That was one of those urban myths. This is long before the internet, of course, where, and and listen, I know Steve. Steve actually hasn't confirmed or denied this. And I've never actually asked him about it. I probably should have done, but it's just come to me because you've said it, was the fact that basically, say I got so far with that F2 car, saying, look, there's nothing more we can do. If you're going to have to lose some weight out of the car. And he was given a mountain bike and a personal trainer. Is that a yeah. true story or is that an urban myth? He
2: he was offered a, uh, a, a better incentive than that, but we will leave it at that. Yeah. There okay. Yeah, I've involved. heard that one there's as well. Few... I didn't mention that one, but yeah. Okay. No, yeah. but there's a few quid involved as well. Yeah. Um, no, it was it was a fact. I mean, he, you know, I I loved Howard, and we'd you know we'd gone on a long journey together, and I really didn't want to lose him, and. They sort of accepted that when I joined, but they said on the proviso, and I had to go and tell Howard that in a way, um, you know, look, Howard, I really want to keep you, I really want to keep this going, I really want you to be with me, but,
1: but, uh, but, you
2: know, <laughs> and fair play to me, raised the challenge.
1: Yeah, just, just, just from an Anaraki point of view, it's quite funny. I was talking to Julian Porter about this uh about s- two three months ago uh and we were talking about the f2 escort sorry to jump back here a little bit um and i think it was craig breen and i think even elvin was getting interviewed and he said something about out of all the cars your dad drove what would you have liked to drove and it was the wide track the one that i remember you know the yeah, the, 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 yeah. the, 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 the the wide track one that was used over in ulster um Mm -hmm. and it was like well that's the one that julian ended up with as it as it turns Mm -hmm. out um at one point of his career as well but um just how big an advance was it when you went from the f2 escort to this kind of it felt like Sayak coming into the rallying at the time was almost like ferrari in formula one where it felt like a bottomless pit of money and it was just you have the best of everything
2: um I think Seat were very clever with their marketing. That's where they were very, very good. So um, I think I've still got yes. a finger
1: somewhere in the loft. So yes, to speak.
2: <laughs> I, I think they really they they. they I don't. I, I genuinely think they did themselves a lot of good, and they did rallying a lot of good because um, I, I obviously spent a lot of time with Gary Savage, and I think he one of his motto was that he would try and spend close to a much on the team and cars as he would on the promotion of it. And do you know, that stuck with me. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of these manufacturers aren't using, rallying enough as promotion (laughs) because there's so much to Mm. brag about, really. You Mm. know, for goodness sake, when you see these cars go, the technology to make them do what they do, I mean, surely... That's yes. a huge advert, isn't it,
0: for anything like? Yeah, so. I, mean, yeah I would agree. You know, I would, I, and they we, do um, learn. I only they had do done, learn. I had, I've had a few small VW third-hand VWs in my time. Take them to VW garages, and I've said, "So, where are you hiding all the marketing about all the great things VW are doing on the World Rally Championship?" And they've said, "Hiding the what about the who?" And yeah. um, you know, when you think of the, the all-conquering VW act of fourteen to uh, thirteen to sixteen. Yep. There was very little of that appearing in the showrooms around the cars, wasn't it? And you only got to go back to, you know, Subarus and Fords, and they really did. And Mitsubishi's, you always knew if you went into one of those garages or talked well, to I about mean, Subarus. I mean, yeah, you knew and, and and to
2: be fair, it was quite different. I mean, I thought Gary Savage was so advanced in the, in the way he was thinking and using the sports that they were investing in. To the, their ultimate r- return. And, you know, it, it worked, I think. Absolutely worked for them um,
1: brilliantly. Um, and I, it's I, a shame that they're not doing as much today, for sure. Yeah. It, it, it's fascinating that, obviously, we, we talk about new regulations and stuff like that. I wasn't even going to go here. But, of course, d- <sighs> the cars were relevant then. Of uh, You know, I suppose uh, uh, the problem is now, of course, the cars are just not relevant anymore, are they?
2: Well, you say that, but I, I still recognize a Yaris as a Yaris, and I recognize a Fiesta as a, a Fiesta World Rally car as a Fiesta, so I, more so than I, I, I recognize a McLaren as a McLaren, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so, so, yes, I know what, what you're saying, it, it, but there, there's still the, 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 the root car is there, isn't it, you know? Um, and long may that continue. It has to continue. They they can't all just be look like dragsters or whatever oh, you. Sure. You need to s- still need to know that that is a, an i twenty or a or a puma or whatever it may be in the future. Or you know, um, I think you still need to know and relate that to what you know visually you can see and buy. um I, a few spoilers here and there, and a few uh, things like that. I don't think people could see beyond that. Yes, of course, they've got a few more added on bits, but um, yeah, it's 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 difficult, I and mean, there's a balance here somewhere between letting technology um, grow and letting yeah. challenges for engineers and teams to strive to and learn. But learn with the view of blowing your trumpets that you've reached all these heights
1: and you're blowing the technology back into the cars in the showroom. I suppose in a very kind of lighter way, we've just we've just obviously just talked about the wide track escort. Um, You could almost say that was almost like, you know, that wasn't representative, I suppose, of what we were seeing. Uh, exactly. And it certainly it. wasn't like the yeah. driver, I can tell you. It was yeah. an animal. <laughs> actually, it looked look like. Again, lazy question. Have you still got that car? Have you got that car now? No, no, no.
2: I i wish I had actually, but yeah. I haven't got that car. I've got the Formula 2 um, Seat, my VP Ibiza. Wow! Yeah, that's in a pride of joy, and it's fully redone re- up, so it's beautiful. Yeah, Is that a joke? It's odd. That, I, I take the cover off it now and then and have a smile. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, I don't know what you call that, but it's it's sad, Gwyn- really. Gwyndaf, uh, please, please, please,
1: please <laughs> never take that car to Strauss-Finnard. I know strauss I've tested the strauss That car is not to go to strauss
2: it's it's going to come out in the next I've been threatening for a couple of years but I've been so tight, well I blame Elvin because he's taken a lot of my time How dare you But I've got a bit more time on my hands now and you know we've got the business sort of at a level roughly where where we've been striving for 20 years so, yeah, I would like to come and play in somewhere like Goodwood or what have you with this car now.
1: That's, that's, I'm, sure, I'm that, sure the invitation. That was
0: my dream. Gwenda, just one quick question. Do you need a, a pliable whore of a co-driver who will take the blame for anything and just really be yeah, there?
1: Yeah,
2: why not? So you can have you a spin ignore when, ignore when I do no <laughs> <laughs> yes. no, no, Ignore No but I, think, I think people would like to see it. You know, I don't want to live in the past, but sometimes no, the odd... Op- that-
1: I I, I think Goodwood would be perfect for that. Yeah. Obviously, we've just seen that Ryan normally does the podcast with us, and Ryan had his Group A Subaru there, and obviously, you know, all that comes with that. Everybody gets excited by, you know, that's what stares. And there's a whole generation when that I can guarantee you who will listen to this, and also uh, F2 is basically the greatest. That's going to happen. I can
2: promise you now. Yeah. Um, As long as I can. Get inside it still and, and, and
1: pedal it it's, I'm sure it's be, on I, the agenda. I'm sure you'll be fine. Listen, one 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 last thing before we move away from that. Um did you Did you know, I remember I remember going out and watching the BRC when we had the McGann's you know, Martin Rowe's ironically, yeah. many years yeah. later, Martin's have now a mate of mine. Uh so like some Martin Rowe, yourself, Mark Higgins We've spoke to all these guys about this stuff over the years and nobody really appreciated it probably at the time that it was to me and i'm 46 years old to me in my lifetime that was the pinnacle of the british rally championship for me
2: uh, it's interesting it's interesting i think i i i don't look at it like that i i look yes it was brilliant at the time because i don't want to deter from the current day level or anything i think what was about it there was a there was an
1: excitement there, wasn't there? I, You know, if you, if you probably... But all you guys were pros as well. That was the other thing we had. Yeah, the biggest yeah, collection of probably professional rally drivers at the top end of the British Rally Championship.
2: Rallying, what, uh, it was at a good stage then. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, I don't know how you get it back to get eight or nine works
1: teams doing a, a national I, championship like I that. I think the world shrunk. I think the problem is the now... World the world has changed. The yeah. world has changed, yeah. The BRC as it was back then, you would now have the dealer teams probably doing the European Rally Championship as an example or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I think that's 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 kind of the issue now. I wouldn't like to be at the forefront of trying to put the, the British Rally Championship straight again, unfortunately. No, um,
2: no and I think, you know, my, my little bit of flesh, uh, my little bit of input on it would be that it, it probably went to run before it instead of walk, I mean, at that point, yes, um, cars were still expensive, but nowhere near to even an R5 car today, nowhere near, not not even close, and I think it, it, it probably priced, it's priced itself out of the, the rallying has gone and priced itself out, basically, if it have probably kept with, front-wheel drive cars a bit longer probably would have would have not done
1: any harm i think it'd be interesting to see what rally 3 brings i think that's a really interesting prospect i don't know whether you've seen the regulations for that
2: no i haven't been close right. and okay well that, but basically
1: it's going to be capped at i think a hundred euro for for what it's worth you and i both know that that figure right. can be played with because that's what happened with super 1600 of course but uh, four-wheel drive um uh, M Sport have already started developing one apparently there's a couple okay, of other manufacturers well, you know, the, yeah.
2: the underground is absolutely i would say the the absolute maximum normal job logs well normal job logs couldn't even go there but at least you can see people with sponsorship probably getting yeah that type of um budgets together that, that,
1: um, you, you did the mitties and again a lot of my friends did the Mitsubishi Challenge and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and I know you drove, funny enough, you, you you were with Stuart Jones. And the year before, gotcha. I'd sponsored him when he did PWRC because I was, did I, I own a shipping company. So I shipped him around for PWRC. So I knew Stuart right. and Mick and I knew okay. what. Well, yeah. yeah, it's a small world, isn't it? Yeah, it is a really small <laughs> world. <laughs> Especially yeah. in Wales. Um, but, um, but obviously but like, I knew what. They were doing, now, I know that an ADR or, you know, ADR Mitsubishis at the time, the group N-Cars, that was kind of that hundred grand kind of price figure for a proper Evo 9, as it was. That was kind of the money, and, you know, how many of them did we see out?
2: Exactly. I think it it needs to keep in line with with real life and with real cars insurance. Um, You know, yes, cars insurance have gone up recently, more so in the last 12 months, really, but you know, they they haven't gone probably from 10 grand to 20 grand in the last 20 years. Whereas rally cars seem to go from 50 grand to 250 grand, you know. It's multiplied
1: too much, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. I,
0: what I agree. technology they're playing for. <laughs> it I that one.
1: It is. It is. Um, one last one from me be, before I let you go, and I mean this with with the massive respect that I have for you through watching you and uh, oh, actually, actually, do you know what I'm going to do too? Right? Can I ask? And this is so anaraki. This point, John's probably going to roll his eyes, and everybody listening. But <laughs> I I did Ulster in 2002. Okay, I was in the Group M Polos. I did the Polo Challenge. The best rally, best
2: rally,
1: yeah, rallies. fantastic rally. Now I remember you were in the MG. And something happened on that day where I think you had an issue early on and then you came back and I think Justin was leading uh, at the time in the little Peugeot. But you came back and I remember everybody being blown away by the times. I don't know whether you came back and actually ended up winning Super 60 or basically it was very, very close. But something happened on that rally with you in that MG. Am I remembering this right or have I got rosy colored spectacles on here? Gosh, it was was a hell of a drive. It was. I'm not just saying it. Genuinely, it was one of those ones where I think you dropped time and then you you brought it back, and it was like, wow. And we all know what like.
2: But sometimes that's the issue, you know. When the chips are down and there's no expectations. um, Just say yes. Yes.
0: Just say yes. Of course, course that was me. That was never the others. I I, Uh... I remember your career better than (laughs) you
1: do well, not many people yeah, drove the MG Rover. <laughs> I drove the Group M1 a couple of years later, that's all did I'll you? say. Yeah, and okay. this is, yeah I, will, I won't talk about and the suspension. And you didn't have to fit the head gasket to it, did you? Uh, n- well, yes. I'm sure you drove the Group M1 as well, but possibly the worst suspension I think I've ever expected. I've gone from ProFlex uh. to whatever they had on, and <laughs> it was horrendous. It just didn't, uh. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but at least you had Gordon Spooner looking after your car. (laughs) Yeah, good
2: good experience. Absolutely
1: good experience. Uh, Genuinely, last one before I let John Boy finish up. But um, do you think I I was trying? I was thinking about your 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 time and all the things that I remember. But do you think you're possibly the longest-serving factory-supported driver from the United Kingdom? Because you think about your career, where it kind of went. And there were several times where I kind of thought, well, this is it now. When that's on the wind down. And then the next thing is you've got to set a Mitsubishi overalls on, as an example. Um, Yeah, I got 14
2: years. 14 years I did. Yeah, 14 years. uh, I was very, very lucky. Very, very fortunate. And I enjoyed 99% of it. Um, And, you know, I had great teammates on the whole. A lot of fun. um, brilliant engineers, good rapport with the mechanics. Um, yeah, I've been very lucky.
1: Thank you, Gwenda. Thank you, Gwendaff. John, I'll, I'll I'll let you finish because we've took All enough right. for this man's time.
0: Uh, two from me. I'm going to put my Sky News head on here, Gwenda. You know, you said of the 14 years you enjoyed 99 percent of it. I want to know what the one percent was. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, I thought you would, but that would be telling it 's not life is not all one hundred percent smooth i 'm sorry that 's
0: true it 's the one percent that makes you try, it you, you try and make the ninety nine percent smooth no the one percent makes the ninety nine percent seem much 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 better and, exactly um, the last the last one as i say uh, thank you for taking up the offer and the challenge of joining us is um, will you give Elvin our very best for any challenges he may face in the, in the future. And yeah, I guess if
1: I, yeah.
0: <laughs> if I had any yes. advice, if I had any advice, I would just say, carry on being Elvin Evans. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, <laughs> that's one thing I, I would totally not appreciate and not like is for him to change. If you know what I mean? Good.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Gwyneth, um, I could, probably do four hours with you just on f2 but i realized <laughs> that that would make me you probably get an injunction out on me um so yeah i know john 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 I, john I haven't even got the camera on and i could feel john glaze over when i mentioned some of that stuff so there you go listen Nobody. thank you so, so much Nobody. for your time and uh our, our yeah. best to, our, our best to uh to elvin and uh we'll speak again soon
0: yeah well thank done you uh, man. Man. We left. don't thank forget you. goodwood and the uh, and the up. all right
2: yeah. No. Absolutely. That's still on. Yeah. <laughs> Good man. Cheers.
0: That's
1: Cheers. by now. This is Absolute Rally.
0: Absolute Rally continues to be partnered by the Kielder Works team, who remain fully committed to the sport and are pioneers of the latest technology. Kielder cordless tools are tailored for all forms of competitive action. Go back to the future
1: with the Kielder Works team. Classic absolute rally episode. Uh, I enjoyed Yari Matty massively last week, and this is at least on par with it. John, thank you for that one.
0: Good, no, my pleasure, my pleasure. I thought it was about time
1: we heard from him. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree, I agree. Um, so we get to our any other businesses, John. After all that, so um, well, I had
0: to. I just wanted to uh, raise my hands and uh, applaud. Um, Hayden Patton in New Zealand, who, uh, earlier this morning was, um, putting out pictures of that fantastic beast of an electric rally car. The sight of that and the performance of it will split the audience in the, in the sport. And it's a Marmite thing. Some people are probably, I think I'm probably on this side. I don't really trust the electric, uh, car, rally car at the moment. Um, but as Hayden says in his social media postings, and they are definitely worth seeing, that's where. The car manufacturing business is going, you know, the hybrid is really just a halfway step to what they want to do. And they've decided that petrol is dead. It is going to be electric. And Hayden, when you think about it, he's right there at the forefront. You know, he's offering us something, which is a beast when you look at the power in it. And it does look a beauty. It looks a beautiful car that he's got. It's just one of those kind of um, it's a psych, it's a psychological and emotional leap to say, I like that brackets even though it's electric that's the bit you've got to scrub out and just forget that it's electric we've got to watch it and love it and enjoy it and not say yeah but it's electric so uh, it's a cultural thing to come so I just wanted to say well done Hayden he's grabbed a bit of the attention back because he lost that you know sadly when he lost his drive at Hyundai but he's I hope he gets an awful lot of eyeballs and attention on that car
1: um yeah i think i think the guys behind us see, I've, I've seen the kind of release this morning. i think it's it's got starred running gear uh and basically um padden motorsport or motorsport rather have kind of molded it and, and and made this thing and as you say the power that's you know something that trevor agnew's Really passionate about because obviously he's been working with Porsche on theirs and you know it's ridiculous yeah. power and acceleration yeah. and everything else. So uh, so no, um, as you say, it'd be fantastic to, uh, to 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 hopefully catapult Hayden back into yeah. into the WRC a little bit further down the line. But uh, I mean, yeah,
0: I mean, he might have to invent an entirely new thing and entirely new sort of part of the sport in order to, that he can get in there with that car. <laughs> you know because he can't just you know, compete on his own. But you know how far down the line will it be when we get to that? And logically, we're going there some point they'll say right this is a class i think as either trevor or um, ryan was saying a couple of weeks ago there will inevitably some be some sort of class in events which are for electric cars and then we can you know we can get on with that and deal with
1: it absolutely um to finish um you know a couple of events that are They they seem to be pulling out the bag a little bit, ERC, at the moment. They've got two rounds left, Um, although I I think they're going to lose their Belgium event as well. But uh, it's rally hungry this coming weekend, um, which is (laughs) mega exciting. How these guys are pulling it off, I I, I really don't know. But um, obviously, you've got Young Solberg there, who has been going very, very well. it makes the change yeah. back over to the Skoda Fabia, um, for, for, for this event as well. He's going up against, you know, lucky Nook. he's got Craig Green there. Andreas Mickelson with all the yeah. flowing is back alongside him as well. Yeah, they're
0: all good benchmark are If he can keep up with them and as do as well as them, the then, you know, the promise which we think he holds and the potential that he's got um, will you know will come true. Uh, we saw him inside was it where he was just ripping the place up until the place ripped him up which is I guess classic Solberg lots and lots of fast times and stage winning times and then you know suddenly a big bang Uh, but that you know what was it David Latworth at Subaru used to say you can take make a Fast driver, is it about the cars, not the driver? You can yeah. make a re- you can't make you make a fast one reliable. You can't make a reliable one fast. And I think he's kind of doing it the McRae way, <laughs> getting a getting a lot of attention. So we'll find out more about him.
1: Yeah, from, absolutely. Lucky and is still leading the championship. So um, I haven't done the permutations on on what that brings, but definitely yeah. I think he's he's, he's earned the stripes to be there. Let's put it that yeah. way. If
0: he can if he can match them, you know, if his stage times can match them, but he doesn't just fall off. Uh, somewhere um, then if he can match them blow for blow right the way to the end then it'll be another uh, another footstep along the way and I do, I do wish him well
1: very much so very much so everybody out on Rally Hungry uh, please stay safe have a great event um, best of luck to Craig Green of course friend of the show out there as well so so yeah so uh, that's it John for this week you can stand down now your your official duties are over for Absolute Rally <laughs> this week you can now go back to writing the third instalment in the book uh, of course mentioning a very Famous podcast.
0: Yeah, oh, you're very, <laughs> very kind, very kind. And uh, I have had—I must say—thank you to all the people, to the readers. Uh, and there are quite a few who've been very kind about it and said you've got to write a sequel. And so I'm simply obeying the orders of the podcast listeners and the people who listen to us on the television. If you want a sequel, I will write one. Uh, and but also, you know how we're going to get around Christmas. Everybody's got to have a Christmas advert. I'm very keen watching the Argus advert. I'm watching the Aldi advert. All I will say is. Breaking Point will have a Christmas advert, and if you think you haven't seen enough cheese from Desborough. So we to need, this, do we need this, some
1: that. jingle bells on that? On that,
0: we've wait till we oh, you see this. My son created this. Uh, he came, he works for the BBC in London on, on the corporate work. And he said, Dad, this is what we're going to do. He sent me a shot list. He said, Get this ready for Christmas. And I thought, For goodness sake, this is ridiculous. We can't do it. It's just, it's wonderful. I thank him uh, from the bottom of my heart. And I hope everybody enjoys it and takes it in the spirit in which it is
1: intended there you go there you go well said john well said um uh, folks if you've not entered um the keel the competition we are going to be drawing it next week if you want to get your answers in now is the time to do it without a shadow of a doubt there's about 40 odd entries so we're going to be drawing from next week all the boys will be back with us when we do this uh because they're going to have to enter the competition as well if they haven't done yet john you haven't done it yet have you
0: no, I haven't. I'm hoping no. there's a website somewhere that's got the answers. That's normally
1: Shame where I go. Shame on you. I will get them, if, I'll get them over to where you. normally I to
0: get some sort of respectability.
1: You need to do it. You need to do it. So it's studio at absoluterally.co.uk. Um, you know how to get in contact with us now. It's absolute underscore rally on Twitter. Facebook.com forward slash absolute rally. That has been absolute rally for this week. If you've enjoyed it, spread the love, spread the word, and we'll be back same time, same place in your podcast hall next week.
0: Absolute Rally. Powered by the Kielder Works team. Spread the word and download the podcast every week.